Welcome to the Boss Ladies Mindset Podcast, powered by Crown for Success, the largest women's empowerment network for soulful CEOs in social media. We are a coaching business that mentors and motivates women to reach their highest potential in business and mindset mastery. I'm your host, Cheryl Chapman, and I am a creative coach and career strategist, and I'm the owner of Cheryl Chapman and Associates. Today's show is all about empowering female entrepreneurs to lower their taxes and to increase their income. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Cheryl Chapman here. As you know, I am the CEO of Cheryl Chapman Associates, and I serve as a financial mentor within the Facebook group, Becoming Financially Independent and Retiring Early. A lot of you have inquired about my course, Lowering Taxes, and so today we are going to learn more, and I will be discussing strategies that I've used to lower taxes and then increase income. So first off, mortgage interest. The way that I account for mortgage interest is I have had a home since 2011 for which I'm able to write off mortgage interest. And I've been not living inside of that home since 2017 when I moved back stateside. So I've continually from 2011 been able to write off the mortgage interest when I lived inside the home as well as now that I'm a landlord. The difference is I file a personal return and a business return. And so when you might think of it, it was always on my personal return until I opened the business. And so now because I am a landlord, you can see how I still get to apply it, although it might be identified on two different forms when my tax uh, person, my CPA, is working that up. So let's assume you're not really involved with finances and someone else takes care of that within your family. So I want you to know as a single what it is that I do in case you ever need to do it. And I certainly want you to be aware of what's being done, even if you're not the primary person taking care of it. So at the end of each calendar year, so December 31st, 2019, the bank, which for me is overseas, is going to, inside of my account, because I do online banking, it's going to list a one-page document that includes all of the mortgage interest. And so prior to filing my taxes, April 15, 2020, with my CPA, I'm going to provide her that document as one of my supporting documents for the tax year ending December 2018. So that's one of the things that if you own real estate, whether you live inside the home or it's a rental property, that's one of the expenses I wanna make sure that you're not forgetting about. That, that is an appropriate um, expense if you're a business owner or if you're a homeowner. While we're on the subject of a roof over your head, I now live in an apartment here stateside. And so I've done that for, this is my third year. I'm approaching the third year. So because of something called a home office deduction as a small business owner, I also get to claim 20% of the cost of my being a renter in an apartment complex, along with monthly bills such as the electric, 
um, the mobile phone and um, homeowners insurance. And so all of those expenses, I simply provide the proof of how, so from which account I paid for my monthly rent, my monthly electric, my monthly mobile phone, and my homeowner's insurance, which I do um, an annual premium for the policy. I pay an annual premium. And so I provide those to my CPA. And so you should keep an accounting of that. Next is auto expenses and auto repairs. So there's a number of things that are involved with those expenses. And I'll just list some of the ones that apply to me. So first off, I have a car, but no car note. And so the first thing is that I get to depreciate my car for 10 years. I've been here for three years working with this CPA. So that's one of the things is automobile depreciation. I have uh, as an appropriate tax advantage. Also mileage. So I use a free tool called Miles IQ. It's an app that I downloaded from the App Store. And every day when I get in my car, because I have my phone with me, it tracks everywhere that I go and everywhere from which I return. And so I just simply swipe left or right for whether that was a personal or a business um, trip. When I have had repairs this year, so I purchased tires, I had my automobile, my automobile insurance, forgive me, and um, getting my car serviced. So you might think of that as just oil changes. So I submit all of the appropriate expenses that I pay out of my pocket to see which will be applicable. So for example, there's something that might be called a standard deduction. So let's assume hypothetically that the standard deduction is 3,000. Well, for my car insurance, my repairs, my mileage, the depreciation, because those are higher than the standard deduction, I get a higher amount that is accounted for on my taxes for the automobile. So please make sure that you take advantage of that if you've not been using the Miles IQ or a similar app. It's such an easy way of keeping track of everything. Meal expenses. So the easiest way to keep track of the dining out expenses, so we're not talking <laughs> Publix and Aldi and Winn-Dixie, you can't write that off. However, when you are dining out and you're in business, it could be um, similar to how you would think of per, of per diem. So think of it, thinking of it as per diem. The reason if I were to go out to dinner tomorrow for lunch and discuss business with you or actually work on the business while I'm there dining or if you were a potential client, uh, any of those reasons, I take a snapshot of my receipt at the end of the meal and it uploads right into my photo app. So the same way that you normally take pictures and videos, take a picture and the receipt's going to go there. But what I do instead of that, I open up Dropbox, which is a 
digital storage app that is available for free from the App Store. I simply take a picture and it's because when I open up the Dropbox, it says, here, do you want to upload a picture? And so I snap it and it goes right into that. So I have a folder, an electronic folder, that says receipts for 2018. And so I put all of the meal receipts in there. And that's uh, at a 50% deductible rate. I think before our current president moved into office, it was at 100%, but now it has changed to 50%. But regardless, <laughs> even if it was in the previous years, all of the meals are not applicable, but let's just say all of the meals totaled uh, 500 a month times 12, so 6,000 then the tax person would take the appropriate percentage. So let's just say 40%, 40% of everything that I had eaten out and appropriately place it within the tax filing. So just keep track of all of your meal receipts if you haven't been doing that when they are business related and then it will be a great advantage. The next one is entertainment expense. So a really good example of this is Let's say you live in Alabama, you're a huge uh, University of Alabama fan, and because I am from Alabama, when I come to visit my family and friends, you invite me for a Saturday game because that's the only time you have this week. Let's say one of the people in the group, Nadine. And so because Nadine invites me to the game, we are talking business. We do have a business meeting, but she, hypothetically, paid for my ticket. Well, as a business owner, that is an entertainment expense where she invited me, so she gets to have that as an appropriate deduction. So it is, it is a business expense, and so that is a tax deduction, and so you provide copies of the receipts. So whether that was as an Alabama Crimson Tide uh, season ticket holder, or if you, um, you know, buy them as needed when you're going to the games. Uh, if you're in business and you meet up with people or talk about business before or after the game or pay for uh, myself, such as a business owner, uh, as a gift, then that is appropriate. So I love that. Another example would be, let's say that uh, Crystalline, one of the people that's in the group, comes down from, Let's say if she lives in the South and she and I have been planning to get together in person because we've always met digitally since being part of another um, business owner group of empowering women. And she let me know that she was coming down for business, another of her businesses, and she was going to have, have her family available. And she wasn't able to meet with me for lunch or dinner or breakfast. However, there was this one day because of what the family was going to do inside of the theme park that she could meet with me for an hour to talk business. That would be a great example if she purchased my um, ticket for admission of writing off entertainment. And so because we would be talking business, even though she was there for leisure, that would be a combination day of business and leisure. And so that portion of that might be applicable. So you just keep your receipts, you share that with your CPA, and um, those will be two good examples of how I can see that playing out.
Another example of a great tax benefit is home office expenses. So I have a home office here within my place where I create content, audio, written, video, and images such as pictures. And I also coach clients here. I also do consults. And so home office expenses are not just the one where I said 20% of my being a renter in an apartment and the utility expenses such as the electric and let's say the mobile phone. It also would include, uh, let's just roll up home office expenses and office equipment and talk about supplies so pens and pencils and whiteout and staplers and let's talk about new computer printer let's talk about camera equipment let's talk about a tripod let's talk about uh, lighting uh, like those ring lights so all of the home office expenses home office equipment and then services. So let's say for Dropbox, which is my digital storage app, I decided to upgrade to business because I needed um, it for larger storage. Let's say that was $17 a year. Let's say that another service, let's call it Squarespace for my landing page and my website hosting. Um, I'm sorry, my website and my web hosting. Let's say that that was <coughs> excuse me, $22 a month. Well, services such as Squarespace that I just mentioned and the Dropbox, I'm rolling that all up to just say, keep your receipts for your housing, your monthly bills like electric and mobile phone because there's a portion of that that is tax deductible for business reasons. And then um, the office equipment type of items that I just mentioned. So if you're paying for it out of your pocket, then those are, because you're in business, applicable deductions. So make sure you keep that paperwork and submit it with your tax documents to use the And then next, I'm going to highlight travel expenses. So in my own example, last December, I went to Germany for Christmas and it was leisure and business travel combined because I was going to see um, my friend and uh, I was also going to manage my real estate because I do the property management myself. And so there was airfare, there was uh, tolls to travel between Jacksonville and the Orlando airport. There was parking since I arrived at the airport for the two weeks that I was gone. And also the flight and then the meals at the airport, those types of receipts. I was able to submit those because of the business that I did do for that whole period. And then the last one I have listed in the outline that I previously prepared was professional services. So professional services are when I uh, have the CPA prepare my personal and business returns and um, the QuickBooks system that I use for the automation of the bookkeeping and the, the bookkeeping system in the accounting. And so 
those receipts. And as well as um, when I first started with my business, I had an attorney review some of my contracts and my forms. And so I was able to submit the attorney receipts or invoices and uh, paid invoices and also for the CPA. And then the biggest one that I don't think a lot of people are doing, and I've talked about this in some of my other videos, if you've ever watched the webinars um, for prior sessions with Wendy, Becoming Financially Independent and Retiring Early, as well as listening to my podcast, one of the biggest uh, pluses with the CPA is that I learned how to process payroll every month to pay myself from the business. And... Um, that's in preparation for when I start to bring on a team to up level and grow my business. But I've been doing that for at least two years now. So if you're not paying yourself and you have any questions about paying yourself, please let me know. So for me, it's as simple as when I worked with the CPA who created the system to lower my taxes and increase my monies, um, we established on a day of the month that I picked, which is the 15th, that I would pay myself via direct deposit. And only one time in the two years did I hit the wrong button and then the check came in the mail. <laughs> but I was just working too fast. And so <laughs> I love, love, love doing that. And so I love that salaries, whether it's for myself or for my future team members, is an appropriate expense. I just love that it's not costly to hire employees, that it's the daily cost of doing business. And I just think that's fantastic that when I, because the first three people that I would like to bring um, as a part of my team is a videographer to do great content, to help me with my storytelling, and a photographer so that every quarter I can have fresh pictures and of the same ones I've been using since last August. And uh, what's the third person I would like to bring straight away? A virtual assistant, because I um, want to be about building and, no, building and managing my business and um, someone can assist me with doing those other tasks. And so, what else do I want to mention? Okay, so if you haven't been doing this, payroll, so paying yourself. Um, legal fees, if you haven't been doing that. Advertising, so let's say that you want to do Facebook ads or Instagram advertising. Those services are appropriate. Let's say, you know, make sure you save your receipts for your accounting and then um, gifts for your customers. So let's say that you work with It Works or Avon or Paparazzi Jewelry and you have some dedicated uh, customers and clients that support you every month. Well, if you were to decide to give them something really, really nice, um, then those are appropriate. So for vendors or for clients to just let them know that they're awesome and to nurture those relationships because they, how they've nurtured you or nourished you, those are appropriate. So I wanted to mention that. Freight and shipping costs, keep those receipt. Equipment repairs, if you crack the cover of your phone or iPad that you use for business, 
those are appropriate. Oh, and my favorite, personal development. So let's say you're coaching a client in branding and marketing or image consulting. And then I work with you for you to help my professional image online. Those are appropriate. Uh, personal development, I hire a coach and it's $1,500 to work with you for three months or it's 5,000 for some of the fabulous ones. Then those are appropriate. Make sure you submit those receipts. And you know, some of those coaches and um, coaches and consultants have a payment plan where you could pay as low as $147 a month with like a $278 deposit. So please know that the best investment that you can make is to invest in yourself and it just helps you grow exponentially. And so I just think mentors, because I've been a mentor for so long, um, devoting evenings and weekends to anyone that needed help growing in their personal development and in their careers to reach their first to six figures and to assist so many with becoming uh, millionaires and creating and building wealth. I think it's phenomenal that with these mobile phones and other devices, what you can do in your own area of genius. And so I just wanted to mention that don't think of it as giving someone 10,000 or 5,000. You find that right person, if they have their proper systems in place, some of them have very affordable payment plans. And so be on the lookout for that so that you can continue your personal development. So I think that other than holding a session soon to answer your questions, be sure and check out the PDF that I shared from my CPA. It is also available for purchase, uh, an upgraded version on Amazon. And um, if your tax preparer, rather than a CPA, has not assisted you with taking advantage of all of these things, that is not the right person. And so uh, be on the lookout for whether it's on LinkedIn or Twitter or getting recommendations, you need to get someone else that will help you up level in 2020 and going forward so that you can further lower your tax liability and increase your money, meaning legally and appropriately keep more of your money in your pocket so that you're not claiming single and zero and letting them take all of that money out and you've not decided to invest the maximum in your retirement savings yet. And so there are some things you might be doing first, such as debt snowball or um, some other goals that you may have. So again, I'm Cheryl Chapman. I'm the owner of Cheryl Chapman and Associates. I am a real estate investor. So that's a, another type of business that I have. And I am just so excited that once I returned stateside, I was able to work with a coach for one year and learn the appropriate way to um, document the accounting to account for all of the things that I pay for anyway. And so I opened a business on LegalZoom. I opened a business account after I got my EIN at a local financial institution. And then I automated my bookkeeping using the system that the CPA worked with me uh, to create. Basically looking at all of the things that I had paid in the prior year, building all of that in, finding out what type of uh, services and products I would sell to customers and clients, 
who was my target audience? And then we got into it. And so it's been fascinating. Uh, love, love, love that since I'm paying for all of these things anyway, that there is a way that um, is permissible and that wasn't allowed when I was simply an employee until I moved over into the business side of quadrants. So if you're not following me on Instagram, please do so at Cheryl Chapman underscore. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out my podcast, I would love your support. I would love if you would listen, if you would subscribe, if you would rate. And my podcast is called Girls Night Out. And it's available wherever podcasts can be found. And um, I'd love to keep the conversation going. And I'll see you around social. Hopefully, hopefully this information is helpful. My number is 904-608-9985. Again, the number is 904-608-9985. And I'd love to help you with financial empowerment and getting freedom. Bye now.